Good morning and welcome to Montrose Fresh from the Montrose Daily Press. It's Wednesday, July 13th, and we're here to bring you a closer look at our top stories, events, and more that matter to us here in Western Colorado. Today, an LGBTQ youth group says the school year wasn't the success the Delta County School District made it out to be. Today's episode is brought to you by Elevate Internet. Whether it's for your home or your business, they offer the best speeds at the best price. Right now, if you refer a friend, you can get $25 off. Give them a call for more information at 844-386-8744 or visit them at elevateinternet.com. Now, our feature story. An LGBTQ youth group says the school year wasn't the success the Delta County School District has made it out to be. At the school district board's June 22nd meeting, the group presented a slew of allegations ranging from slurs to bullying to finding mutilated animals on LGBTQ students' lawns. Abby LeBounty told school board members that during my time at school, I've seen a lot of hate and it's been incredibly hard to witness. LeBounty was a school district student advisory council member for two years before graduating in May. DC Cares youth members and North Fork High School students Flynn Rodriguez, Kaya Crawford, LeBounty, and Mason Van Fleet, along with Delta Pride founder Xavier Sains, addressed school board members. LeBounty recalled a series of incidents during her time at North Fork High School that included rats and mutilated prairie dogs placed on LGBTQ students' property on and off school grounds. According to LeBounty, pride flags had been ripped down, bathrooms at Paonia Park were set on fire, and a tree was torn down. While Hotchkiss Police Chief Scott Green doesn't recall any recent reports regarding the alleged crimes, he noted there were a few incidents the school handled internally. Sergeant Matt Leminger, spokesman for the Paonia Police Department, echoed Green's statement. He noted that the department hasn't received any reports related to the incident since he was hired in April, but the town did have a few issues of criminal mischief throughout the month of June involving the Learning Council's pride flag campaign in which the flags were illegally removed. Leminger confirmed that incidents did transpire in Paonia's Park in June, but said the police department is still investigating the crimes. Leminger said, I can't tie all those together exactly. I'm not sure exactly how all those things transpired. We did have some issues with some criminal mischief involving some property up here. Recent graduate Rodriguez told DCSD's board members that his last year at NFHS was one of the hardest years of his life. Rodriguez said, I'm a queer trans man. I came out last May and on my journey so far, your district has actively made my existence nearly impossible. The young graduate said he felt unsafe during his time at school, ultimately deciding to pursue an early graduation at the age of 16 due to daily harassment. Van Fleet told school board members that a neighbor's rainbow-painted mailbox was recently smashed, run over, and allegedly shot during Pride Month celebrations. He said a freshman peer was responsible for the incident. DCSD Superintendent Karen Gibson is looking into the students' claims, many of which the board had never heard before. Gibson said, We truly care deeply about all of our students and want them to have a good experience at school. Mentally, socially, physically, academically, you know, we really care about the whole child. You can also stay up to date on Neighbor. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.montrosepress.com. 
Also, if you haven't already, check out our new show, Motown Knows. You can listen at MontrosePress.com forward slash podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Next, a former Montrose County Jail employee's conduct baffled both the judge and prosecutors on Monday. Cameron Braveheart, a former corrections officer, was sentenced to two years of probation for identity theft and other offenses arising from using an inmate's jail-issued debit card. He was convicted in April of identity theft, criminal possession of a financial transaction device, unauthorized use of a financial transaction device, and official misconduct. Typically, when a person is jailed, his or her belongings are taken into safekeeping, including money. That money is accounted for and placed into an account. Money can be added to that account for things like commissary use or extra phone calls. When a person is released, any money left on the account goes back to that person via a specialized debit card. Last year, when a former inmate attempted to use his card, it came back with a zero balance. Authorities investigated the complaint and found footage of Braveheart using the card at Walmart. Deputy District Attorney Ian Fowler said that this was an unusual situation, but also a betrayal of trust. Fowler noted that as a collateral consequence of the conviction, Braveheart has permanently lost his law enforcement career. Defense attorney Tim O'Keefe said that for the most part, Mr. Braveheart has led an exemplary life and was a credit to both Montrose County and Montezuma County, where he previously worked. O'Keefe asked for a minimum sentence with no jail, but said his client was prepared to be taken into custody immediately if jail was ordered. Judge Yoder said that Braveheart had risked his entire career and good name for about 100 bucks. She sentenced Braveheart to two years of probation and ordered him to complete 48 hours of UPS. Costs and fees imposed were nearly 10 times the amount of money on the debit card, $1,967.50. That's all for today, and thank you for listening. For more information on any of these stories, visit us at MontrosePress.com. And don't forget to check out our sponsor, Elevate Internet. Visit them at ElevateInternet.com to learn more. For more than 137 years, the Montrose Daily Press has been dedicated to shining a light on all the issues that matter to our community. Go to MontrosePress.com to subscribe for just $1.99 per week for our digital edition. You'll get unlimited access to every story, feature, and special section. Thank you and remember to tune in again next time on MontrosePress.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.